0: Welcome back to Spend, Donate, Invest. This is a podcast exploring the topic of whether we can reflect our activism, our beliefs, our societal values in what we're doing with our money on a daily basis. I'm your host. I go by Gigi. That's short for Gennett Gimja. And today we're going to be talking about the Giving Pledge. This has been around for about 10 or 15 years. And this is how it works. So if you're a billionaire, You can sign the Giving Pledge, which states your intention to give at least half of your net worth away, either when you pass away or while you're still alive. It was started by a group of billionaire friends, uh, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, and Melinda French-Gates. And the first year that it kicked off, I think around 40 billionaires took the pledge, I remember there being a lot of really positive press about the Giving Pledge at that time. What was really clever about it from a a marketing standpoint is that it created like a a level of status around philanthropy. So it's not a legally binding contract. It's a public declaration. Kind of like when Michael Scott (laughs) walks into the office and says, I declare bankruptcy. (laughs) So it's not a legally binding contract at all. It's like the ice bucket challenge that took over social media a few years ago. There's no follow-up to see if anyone actually donates any money. As of 2023, there are 241 people who have signed the pledge. The youngest one, I think, is 36 years old. The oldest one, I believe, is 100 years old. Most of the pledgers are in the United States, but there are... Uh, Some of them that are signing up in other countries, I think that number is growing every year. They meet once a year. They just met in June of 2023 to talk about their best practices in giving. Uh, Boy, would I love to go to that meeting. Someone please invite me (laughs) to this meeting. I have some things to say. (laughs) spoiler, I'll tell you now, I'm going to tell them to stop taking advantage of loopholes and to just pay their taxes. So the 241 people who have signed the pledge are encouraged to write a public letter explaining why they want to do this, why they want to give away at least half of their wealth. And if you go to the Giving Pledges website, you can see who those pledges are and read their letters. I spent hours reading them. I just could not look away. My favorite quote, and I mean this um, in the shadiest way possible, (laughs) was from one of the billionaires who called the program competitive philanthropy. (laughs) Competitive philanthropy, which I'm gonna leave that to the philosophers to unpack. So you've probably heard of a lot of the pleasures for example, I saw uh, the founder of twenty what is it called twenty three and me on there um, and also her sister Susan, who until recently was the CEO of YouTube. Chris Saka is on there. That's the guy on Shark Tank, Mackenzie Scott. she probably wrote my favorite letter. She had this beautiful analogy on there about not saving your precious ideas for later um, and the value of sharing them now. Robert F. Smith is on there. He's the billionaire who surprised uh, all the graduates at Morehouse that he was going to pay their or at least help them pay their student loans. Uh, Prince al-Walid bin Talal bin Abdulaziz al-Saud is on there. He's a Saudi royal who seems to go in and out of favor, but If you want to read a dramatic Wikipedia page, Google Kingdom Holding Company. Speaking of drama, Elon Musk is on there, as is Diane von Furstenberg, Larry Ellison is on there, George Lucas and Melody Hobson, and Mark Zuckerberg and Priscilla Chan. So I'll leave a link to the Giving Pledge website so you can see who the members are and read their letters. You can even sort them geographically and by the year that they took the pledge. Beyond that, there's zero information about whether or not they've started their giving yet or where they're even sending their money. When I think about the giving pledge, so it's, you know, 10 to 15 years old now, and I think about the future of this program. So you've got 241 billionaires now who are signed up for it. The number of billionaires is going to increase. That's just the way that money compounds. I think that, well, I have a lot of thoughts. Earlier, I quoted one of the billionaire's pledge letters. He used that term competitive philanthropy, which just provided a lot of cognitive dissonance for me in terms of um, what kind of the foundation of what philanthropy even is. Um, But in that same letter, the billionaire says that Well, let me get the quote exactly right. So he says um, how brilliant the giving pledge is to direct the same competitive instincts that these driven people. So he's referring to his fellow billionaires. So these driven people employed to achieve the pinnacle of financial and social success. (sighs) I mean, to me, this concept that billionaires are the richest because they were the smartest and because they worked the hardest. It just feels really dated to me. And I don't just mean because it doesn't acknowledge their privileges. I think it also, it fails to acknowledge the exploitation along the way. I think that the more updated way that we are starting to think about billionaires is that somewhere along the way, the planet and our people were exploited for this level of wealth accumulation to occur. And so I don't know if our our current and our future billionaires and trillionaires are going to be as proud to advertise their wealth, even if it's in the context of giving some of it away. I don't know. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this as well. Is the need to show off so deeply embedded in the human psyche that it will continue on? Or is there a point where our cultural norms will shift? Even if it does become more shameful to be so, 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 so rich while others are literally in poverty— I don't think it'll discourage the money-hungry among us to try to get richer, but I do wonder if it'll hurt initiatives like the Giving Pledge. I wonder if, you know, instead of it being a time where billionaires are expected to be applauded for giving away their wealth, if instead it'll turn the spotlight towards them and expose them to unwanted scrutiny. So probably the most obvious critique of the giving pledge is that it isn't binding at all. There's no enforcement. There isn't even any definition given in terms of what does it mean to give your money away? There are many wealthy American families that have squirreled away their money in foundations and funds, and it's just another flavor of wealth hoarding. Bill Gates has more money now than he did when he signed the giving pledge. And that's true for most of the people on this list. I've heard it said that the people who have signed the pledge have given away about 1% of their money. That's according to Bridgespan. I think it was like 1.2% was the number that they calculated. That's a lot less than the 50% plus that they pledged to give away. And when you ask these billionaires... Who signed this giving pledge? This public commitment, you know, picture on a website, wrote a letter about how important it is to them. When you ask them, well, why haven't you done it? What they say is, Oh, well, you know, it's it's so hard to be able to make sure that you're really making a difference. <laughs> you know, these nonprofits, they don't have measurements to be able to tell me how much impact the money is gonna make. And yet the thing about it is you'll find these exact same people who are putting their money into stuff that, of course, isn't measurable, like donating to their Ivy League institutions. How do you measure the impact of that? Or to their college football teams. So, you know, we've talked about it before on this show. There is something really interesting how suddenly when it comes to nonprofit work, Suddenly, everyone's got the magnifying glass and wants to know where every single penny goes. There's more skepticism of waste and fraud in the nonprofit and government sector. And as someone who has worked in the private sector, I'm including companies who are publicly traded and those who are privately owned and the public sector, both within nonprofits as well as the government. Let me tell you something. There's waste fraud and abuse on all sides at every organization. I think sometimes there's an assumption that because a for-profit company is trying to make money, they're going to we- they're going to like weed out the waste and fraud and it's just not true. And I know that these billionaires who have often made their money speculatively in the stock market by making risky investments I just don't quite buy the argument that they find it too risky to invest in eradicating homelessness or hunger or racial injustice or gender equity or climate solutions. I don't quite buy it. So that's just a little bit about the Giving Pledge. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. To recap, the Giving Pledge was started 13 years ago by Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Melinda French Gates. And the idea was that billionaires could sign a public pledge where they would declare their intent to give away more than half of their money at some point, either while they're alive or after they pass away. Unfortunately, if anything, those billionaires have become richer since they signed the giving pledge. They're only giving away about 1%. Of their wealth and I just I don't know where we go from here so I'm gonna leave you the link for the Giving Pledge website if you want to look through who the pledgers are, read their letters. (laughs) I actually really enjoyed reading them. I hope you enjoyed today's episode about the giving pledge. You can reach out to me anytime. The email address for the show is spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. You can send in the topics that you're interested in. That's where most of these episodes come from. You can also check out the show's website, which has the entire back catalog for the show, including links. Including transcripts. There's a lot of good stuff on there. It's spend, donate, w o r l d That's it for this week. Let's talk again soon.